Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. You are listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Blog Talk Radio Show, founded to increase the national awareness of black women in the construction industry. NABWIC is the charge and takes the charge for black women to advocate for further opportunities to its members. Our mission as a core foundation is to strengthen the building blocks of new educational, entrepreneurial, professional, and social network connections. The vision of NABWIC is to build long-lasting strategic partnerships with first-rate organizations and individuals that will provide groundbreaking and innovative solutions for black women in construction and their respective communities. We invite you to call or text or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Good morning. This is Ursula Odom, and I am your host for NABWIC Talks. And I am also the CEO of Sula2. We make old, new, and everything we do. In that, we will capture, organize, and preserve legacy information so that we can present it in any form that we can, be that books, videos, news stories, whatever we can to make that story pop for you and get it out to the people that needs to hear about what you've done and how wonderfully you've done it. Another way that we do that is to be a part of NABWIC. NABWIC Talks present to you wonderful people that are members mainly or people that we want to be members to tell you about their stories and how they have gotten to be who they are and what they do. And today I have a fascinating person on ready to tell you the story of his company. My guest today is Max Volmar, Jr., and he is the CEO and founder of M&G Janitorial Services. The company was founded in 2009 and is 100% minority-owned. It is the fastest-growing commercial cleaning company and has led the way for an entire market, market segment in the commercial cleaning industry. They are a privately-owned small business minority-operated company and provide commercial cleaning services in post-construction cleanup within the state of Florida. So, good morning. How are you this good morning, morning. Mr. Palmer? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. Well, one thing I want to start out with, because of what I do on a normal basis, I like to hear the story behind the story, and and there's always some fascination, especially as it relates to names, and your name I had not heard before. So I would like to know, what is the origin of your name? Um, the last name is spelled V-O-L-M-A-R. Um, <clears throat> the origin of the name is my great-grandmother is actually German, and it was founded back in historically in, um, born in 1820, and that's that's how the name originated, and just it just blossomed from there. Do you know what it actually means? If there's a the, the meaning behind it, 
the, the, the original the original last name was actually spelled V O L L M E R in eighteen twenty was originated and over the years it look, it appears that in Germany they actually went ahead and changed it to correct pronunciation as V O L M A R. And that's how it was originated. Now, what I'm fascinated at as well is the fact that you know exactly when it was originated. How do you know that? Uh, only because we actually went ahead and did a historical research center based on the family's last name um, sometime last year, as a matter of fact. And, um, and that's how we got started because I was always interested and fascinated with my last name. And I just wanted to know exactly how it was originated, how, how we got started, and um, where we're at today. <clears throat> Nice. Now, one of the things that I have done, not as a profession, but because people have found out that I have done this for myself and what have you, is submit DNA information for um, individuals, and their people have been finding out who their natural relatives are. It's it's the most fascinating time to be alive right now when it relates to understanding the history of who we are and where we've come for, from and what we bring to the table genetically and um, historically. Now, speaking of history, let's talk about your company because that's fascinating me too because I want to know how you got to be as big as you are. Now, I know that a lot of people hear janitorial services and they probably think that anybody can do that. So how do you get from anybody can do that to a million-dollar million contract? So how did you get started? Tell me about this path. MNG was originally it originated in 2009, and actually I started this company very, very small, just like a lot of other business owners that started their home, home business actually in their home garage. I started my, that in my home office, um, just basically cleaning residential properties, pressure washing residential homes, and I was doing all that work myself originally from day one, and because I did have, I had a vision. I know where I wanted to take this company, where I wanted to go. Obviously, you need to crawl before you walk, like everything that you do in life. And I took it one step at a time to the level of where the company is currently at today. Now, with saying all that, um, yes, I was knocking on doors. Um, I received a lot of no's before I received that one yes. And that's all it took is for me to receive that one yes in order for the company to actually move forward. And my very it's first – con- I'm sorry. Go sorry. ahead. I'll, I'll say what I was going to say okay. later. Go ahead. That's, that's okay. My very first contract was actually cleaning, um, cleaning residential homes. Um, and from the, it was myself, and I hired another employee, which she's still with me till this day, and her and I was actually cleaning residential properties on a day-to-day basis. And then from there, it led to small commercial buildings, from small commercial buildings, and it led to actually me going out and getting the, getting the company certified through OSD, which is Office of Diversity, as a, as a minority company. At that present time, um, it was still a struggle, uh, but it was okay because it built a lot of endurance and preservation to actually grow the business. And from there, actually, to OSD, and um, I met um, a few people from there, and that's when I was introduced to the Beg Group, which is located the headquarters in Texas, 
and they also have an office location here in Tampa, Florida as well. And at that present time, I've met a few of the general contractors. Um, they provided me with documentations to bid. They said I need all these insurance documents, which I did not have at that present time. And um, <clears throat> I went out there, researched it on my own, got all the necessary insurance requirements that was needed to move forward. And I did bid on that project to a Hillsborough County School Board. And that was my first project bid over four and a half years ago. And yes, it was wow. awarded to MMG. It was awarded to MMG, a total of 18 schools doing post-construction cleanup. <clears throat> and at that present time, I had to hire more employees that are skilled <clears throat> in post-construction and understand what it takes to get the job done and actually following the scope of work in detail that actually I transpired and to make sure the employees are successful what they do. Because at the end of the day, your employees are your brand and they are the backbone of the company. So if you treat your employees good, your company will succeed. Okay. Um, now I, I asked you about your personal name, but what does M-N-G stand for? M is for Max. The G is for Gabriella, and Gabriella is my daughter's name. She's my heart, oh. and she's, uh, as a matter of fact, she just turned 17 years old. That's what the G stands for. Now, that speaks volumes there. We'll talk about that in a minute. But when you were talking about you got a lot of no's in the beginning, well, that reminds me of when I was in sales for an insurance company, quite frankly. Um, one of the things that he used to say all the time was, there's a certain number of no's that you have to get in order to get to a yes, and, and you should statistically know how many no's it takes before you get to that yes. And so if, in fact, you know that your closing average is for every five people, you, you will close one. So if, if four people tell you no, then you know the fifth person, chances are, is going to do business with you. So when you get the first no, you go next, second no, next. And you keep going through those no's until you get to that, that fifth one, which is going to be the one that will do business. And, you know, of course, it doesn't work out exactly one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five. But on an, when you average it all out, it's every fifth person or for every ten people you get to. So do you happen to know how many no's you had to go through in the beginning to get that yes? <clears throat> to be honest with you, I can't even count. It was hundreds. Because I oh, come, wow. MNG General Toys, yes, it was hundreds. MNG General Toys Services was founded in 2009. Um, the company received its very first contract in 2013. Whoa. So that tells you the, um, the struggles and the persistence and preservation that I myself been through with this, with this company before I actually received the first yes in 2013. Even though it was found in okay, so so that's good information for people to hear about. One, what gave you the strength and the fortitude to just hang in there? What was your motivation? How did you make this work? <clears throat> the drive to succeed and to be successful. Um, because yes, when you hear a lot of no's, it is discouraging. Um, you want to throw in the towel and just give up. But you have to actually be persistent and continue to pray 
with a God, with a me, me and myself being a man of God and having the faith, you have to have that faith and that persistence to keep on pushing and move forward and follow your dreams and your desires and your goals in life, what God has made you to be in life. And I am here okay, today. We're, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then when, when we come back, I want to hear about your first contract. Walk me through that process, because to me, that's probably one of the scariest times when you get a yes, and then what do you do then? So hold, hold tight. We're going to have a commercial and come right back. We are so excited to have you listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction, Block Talk Radio Show. Please call, text, or email family, business associates, or friends and tell them that we are on the air right now. Or they can join us on the Internet by logging in to www.blogtalkradio.com slash NABWIC or by phone at 714-459-3918 and press 1 to join our conversation with questions or comments. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Don't forget to follow us by liking our page and post your questions or comments. NABWIC's intent is to always go into the high schools and colleges to encourage our young black girls and women to enter into the construction industry and to take interest into the STEM programs that are offered. We encourage you to listen to this show or past shows on the Internet by logging in at www.blogtalkradio.com slash N-A-B-W-I-C. Thank you, and we're back. Welcome back. This is Ursula Odom, your host of NABWIC Talks, and I'm speaking with Max Volmar, Jr., who is the CEO and founder of M&G Janitorial Services. And before the break, I asked him about that first contract. Uh, he got a yes. So when you get that first yes, step me through what you had to do. I know you, earlier you said you had to um, get additional contractors, I mean, get additional employees, but slow the process down. Tell us exactly what happened. How did you ramp up and how did you go from being a single person or two people to having a staff of people? Just tell me about all of that. Well, um, when I originally got that first yes, and I received the email that I was awarded um, the contract for 18 schools doing the post-construction for the Hillsborough County School Board, um, I was, it was nerve-wracking. I, it was exciting. It was all different feelings and emotions at the same time. It was nervousness. It was excitement. And the question is, where do I get started? How do I actually get all those insurance requirements that's needed for the general contractor to actually start doing business with them? Where do I start to get the employees and put them in the right place? At that present time, I didn't know much about post-construction cleaning. It was a chance that I took in life, and I ran with it. So what I have done is actually the power of the Internet is your best friend. I went ahead and Googled post-construction cleanup, the process of post-construction, what it takes to be successful, what happens if you fail, I went through the whole process and started reading and reading the whole thing. And at that present time, the next step is for me to actually hire employees, the right candidates for the job that's able to actually help me succeed the company. And in addition to that, 
<clears throat> having a full thorough training process for them as well so that way they could fully understand the scope of work. It was a trial error, and I learned along the way as I went with my employees. I went ahead and contacted um, a friend of mine that actually worked at Career Source of Tampa Bay, and I informed him. I said, I need to hire a few employees that are skilled in post-construction. That's what they specialize in, and I ran with it. He invited me to come to the office. We sat down. <clears throat> we completed um, the proper paperwork that's needed to a career source to hire the right employees for this job. Um, it, was, it was a great success. I was very, very happy about it. Um, luckily, I did receive, I got a few good candidates that, that had the history and the background when it comes to that, that type of work. And I learned from them and they learned from me. It's, it, was a, it was a group effort. It was a team effort um, as we grew together along the way. And till this day, two of those employees are still with MNG Janitorial Services. And one of them is an actual supervisor. Um, and another one is the actual the lead of the company. Um, nice. <clears throat> now, the, ins- the insurance process was difficult because in order to actually do business with this general contractor, which is the bed group, um, you had to have a $2 million um, general liability, <clears throat> a $1 million workman's comp. And, yes, things were financially tight back then. Um, I didn't know financially where I was going to get the money from how to get started, and what I've done is actually I borrowed the money from my, from my parents to actually start the insurance process and actually put money, additional funds on my credit card to get the process going. And that's what it takes. You will do whatever it takes legally in order for you to succeed and grow your business to the next level. So you just opened up another line of discussion here when you basically reveal that you can get a contract and not have enough money to actually work that contract unless you're resourceful as you were. So that is correct. That's an interesting thought. It, now, it, it, it was, um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it, it, it is because it, it is scary. Um, when you get your very first contract and you're going through trials and tribulations in life and understanding where, you know, where you'll be able to actually get, get the right resources to get the funding in order for you to grow. Um, I, at that present time, I did, not ha- I did not have the right resources back then. Um, I didn't know where to go to. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, back then, my credit was not at par to even actually get a line of credit until where it's at today. Um, that's where well, I'll say, thank God, I had the support and the financial backing to my parents to assist me to get to this level where I'm at today, to actually get the process going. <clears throat> and to have the financial backing from your parents also, speak, also speaks to your personal character, because there are some parents that would say, yeah, here you go again, and wouldn't, and would not um, support you in that way. So that, that speaks volumes as well. <clears throat> now, as it relates to your growth, so you got your first contract, you were successful, but how do you get there from there to million-dollar contracts? What's, what does it take to make that happen? 
to be honest with you, it's hard work, um, dedication, teamwork, and addition to that, what it takes to actually have a successful team is to hold your employees accountable. That keyword is crucial because if you do not hold your employees accountable based on what they're currently doing on a job site and to build that bond with them, you will not succeed. Because you could teach somebody, you could lead a horse to water, but you can't force them to drink it. So what I mean by that is I was able to actually take a scope of work and then be there side by side with my employees on a job site and teach them step by step what needs to get done. And once they actually go sideways, you'll be able to actually have to bring them back, which is using the word, which is you hold them accountable at, at that given time. So that way they fully understand what your expectations are, are and what the brand stands for. <clears throat> because like I said in the very beginning, your employees could either make you or break you. That's why I put my employees first and I treat them with respect and addition that hold them accountable at all given times. Well, that reminds me of something that a dear friend of mine who passed away earlier this year had as a construction uh, process, I guess. He, He basically would say people would get angry at him because as part of the construction team and leading leading construction team, um, he would require that each day, at the end of the day, they would clean up everything, even if they're coming back the next day. And people would get angry. It was like, why do we have to move this and put it out, you know, and literally clean up everything um, and, and make it neat. So that was just something that was a... Uh, I wouldn't even say idiosyncrasy, but it was something that it was a process that he demanded, and and sometimes it met with um, um, resistance. So, what are some of those kinds of processes that you, when you say hold your hold them accountable, accountable to do what? What kinds of things that you hold dear? Um, hold them accountable, meaning to actually make sure that they follow the process through the company following the scope of work and additional that to that as well is actually rewarding your employees. Rewarding your employees is crucial and is key to success, which means that let's just say if there's a deadline at a project, um, you have 35, you have 30 to 45 days or 45 days to complete the project on this date and time. Um, basically you have a group meeting and sit down with all your employees and tell them, you know what, we have this date and this time to actually complete this project before we turn it over for the walkthrough. So at that present time, what I mean by rewarding them is giving them a gift card or even providing a bonus at the end of the project if it's completed at that dead, <clears throat> on the dead date, the, date the, time, the time that's supposed to be completed. Hmm. And that, that goes now, a long way. I'm sorry. Yeah, that goes a long way when it comes to rewarding your, your employees is giving that, that bonus to them at the, at the end of the, each individual project. Nice. Because that gives them the desire that we, and that gives them that. 
I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I I was just simply saying that um, I noticed that we have some callers on the line, and I just wanted to let them know that if they wanted to actually ask the question of you, um, just press one on their phone or their keyboard, and that would essentially raise their hand to, and the person has done it. So we have a question. Hold on one second for 1084. You have a question. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning, good morning. What good morning. What an awesome, awesome show. And, of course, this is Ann McNeil, the master builder, and I'm so excited to hear this show this morning. And my question is uh, for Matt. Can you tell us why or what motivated you to join the National Association of Black Women in Construction as a black man, what was the motivation for you? And that's question one. And the second part of that question is, has there been a benefit? And appreciate your comments uh, prior. Awesome show. Thank you. Good morning, Ken. How are you? Good morning, Miss Ann. How are you? <clears throat> Awesome. Um, well, those are two good questions. First, first and foremost, I start. I joined NAVWIC in summer of 2018, and the reason why I joined the organization is because I heard a lot of good things about it on the street. Um, the based on the relationship building that you'd be able to build, the networking events, and the teamwork that I'm hearing, and I'm all about teamwork is working together as a team and to assist and guide any company and help them take it to the next level. And I think I just answered both questions in one, didn't I? <laughs> yes. But you know what I would also like to do? Not... Thank you, Ms. Ann. It all, it, it's such an honor to have you calling in and listening to the show because, you know, you are the one that, made all of this happen. So thank you so very much for the opportunity and your vision and your your wisdom and all that you do. And frank, frankly, I have no idea how you can do all that you do. But Max, um, you just opened up the door for another thought because of the Tampa Bay area. I know that there is someone else dear in your life that is a part of the NABWIC experience that helped us with our um, – planning process just recently. Do you want to share any of that and how this comes together? Yes. Um, Kita, her name is Kita Reddick. Um, she is my soulmate. Um, she's a wonderful human being. Um, she is, my God, I, I, don't know, I don't even know what else to say. She's, she's a team player. She, she's a go-getter. Um, she's there. She, she'll be there. She's there for me at all given times when I, when I need her guidance and her assistance. Um, how it came about uh, with Kita, her and I actually went to an event, and Ms. Ann McNeil was there with Robin as well um, at the Port of Authority, and, and she was intrigued, and she was amazed and fascinated with the organization of NAVWIC and how they were able to actually help the community and help them grow and build to the next level, and um, I took her underneath my wing, and um, 
and she's at this present time, she's just, you know, she, she's a blessing to me, and I think she would definitely be a blessing to Navwick and help the chapter take it to the next level. So Due to her background, too, I had an op- as well. I had an opportunity to see her in action, and that's why I felt comfortable asking you about her. And so seeing what she could do for a small group of people that were that we are planning for next year as it relates to NAVWIC and what have you and how she guided us through that process, it, it begs, well, it states volumes about the team that you put around you to become successful as a business. So if, if this is the kind of skill that you have associated with your company, that's one of those keys that I understand, I would understand, that would help you with the success to help you grow like you've done. So when you combine the drive that I hear that you have and, and obviously the skill that goes behind that relative to your profession and then the skill in, in the areas in which she's good at, that's a pretty awesome force. Yes. Yes, it is. <clears throat> so, in addition to that, in addition to that, she has a very, she has a lot of knowledge regarding to uh, regarding writing RFPs. She used to do that in the past as well, before we met, way years before we met. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have supervisors that know how to follow your vision. Yes, and. You have RFP people, a person that knows how to make that happen. What are some of the key roles that you have associated with you like that? I'm sorry, repeat that question. I apologize. Well, I'm 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 envisioning your team. What are some of the other kinds of um, key positions that you have filled with key people that leads to your success? I'm just I'm fascinated now by how you built this team. Well, in addition to all that, I definitely, you, you, you must, it's crucial to have an accountant. Um, your accountant is the backbone of your business as well. You won't think so, but it is, because they will actually be able to give you that proper guidance and the assistance that you need when it comes to tax, when it comes to taxes. And making sure you're properly heading, you're handling your books on a, correctly on a day-to-day basis. Um, Besides that, is actually building a relationship too with your pro, your with your banker, uh, because I built an awesome relationship with my um, um banker, directed through Wells Fargo. Um, any issues, any concerns that I have, um, I'm able to actually call her directly on her on her line, at the office and speak to her regarding any anything that I might need, um, regarding a lot of credit, um. That um, if I want to actually advance and grow the business, what steps do I need to take to actually do that and move the company to the next level? And these are the four key factors of actually um, to grow your business, of course. Nice. In addition to that as well, you know, I'm sorry. I I was going to say in addition to that too, building the right relationships with the right people. And to be honest with you guys, I don't do business with everybody. You have to be very particular which companies that you currently do business with as well. And how do you determine that? What, what characteristics are you looking for? Um, research. Um, based on different work jobs that they have done, 
based on the relationships that I have built, I talk to other contractors out there that's in a similar line of field as I, I'm in, and I, I get advice directly from them. You know, I ask them, you know, which company, which one of the best companies that you currently doing business with? Um, would you recommend that I actually do business with this organization and go ahead, start the process and complete a pre-qualification packet? And what I mean by pre-qualification packet is that any organization that's within the construction industry, let's just say if it's the airport or the bed group or even um, – Put some names out there, um, PNL or PCL, those major general contractors, before you even do business with them, you have to complete a pre-qual packet, which states that once you qualify, they will qualify you based on your finances, and you have to provide bank statements. Um, in addition to that, if you're a minority company, uh, that's also good as well to provide all of your proper certification documents to be pre-qualified in order for you to do business with them. Okay, nice. Well, at this point, um, do you, would you like to share how people can get a hold of you or website or whatever for contact? Sure. Um, yes, definitely. Your first name is Max. Last name is Varmar, V-O-L-M-A-R, Jr. Um, my direct business line is area code 813-380-2880. And um, business website is www.mazinmarygiazinggeorge-cleaningservices.com. So with that being the case, now people can get in touch with you. What do you see coming around the corner for 2019? What's, what's your goal? What's, what's your aspiration? What do you see happening in 2019? For 2019, the actual the goal and the vision that I have, currently have for the business, I would like to actually even double or even possibly quadruple the, um, the revenue from 2018 into 2019. And how would I do that? Continue to build great relationships with other, with other co-partners and continue to grow the corporation. And in addition to that, too, um, I'm looking to actually even expand the company outside of Tampa, Florida, even possibly moving it somewhere maybe further south, South Florida, and focusing on getting some contracts in South Florida as well, or even looking at even potentially moving and getting my um, MNG, getting this certification in Atlanta as well as a minority-owned business and actually ex expanding the company out there too when it comes to the construction side. So based on what you just said, you planning to increase your partnership with other companies, people, or like-minded um, organizations, and now you're planning to expand, so would – that mean that if there are people in those areas that are looking for partners, then this might be the time for them to give you a call and to start that discussion so you have a mutually beneficial growth um, vision? That is correct. 
Okay, so with that being said, is there anything I haven't asked you that you would like to share at this point? Because we're at a point where you have motivated me to think about a lot of different things, and I will probably listen to this show again myself because you, you dropped a lot of nuggets, and I appreciate that. But if there, is there, is there anything welcome. else you'd like to share? Yes, yes. One of the things I'd definitely like to share, um, because Ms. Ann, has, Ms. Ann McNeil and I have spoken numerous times, um, by telephone, also in person, um, always be open-minded and to learn and to grow. And the whole thing, with, especially with the new book that she currently, what's well, not new to us, but, but one of the things that I'll definitely recommend that everybody start doing is to start reading Think and Grow Rich. That will definitely open up your, your horizon, open up your mind, and start thinking a little bit more outside the box. And to, and to have a new way of thinking when it comes to the business world and taking yourself to the next level in life. Thank you for that. Thank you for being a guest on Network Talks. And I wish you all the success in the world. And, you know, your experience with Navwick is only going to go up from here because you're starting at a great point and you having access to Miss Ann and thinking grow rich and having the background that you have and the drive and determination and the teamwork that you have sounds like a success formula to me. So thank you very much. Thank you. And to my listening audience, thank you. I'm sorry. Thank thank you for having me on the air. Okay. You're welcome. And to the listening audience, thank you very much for being a part of the show because you're our inspiration as well. Come back next week, Wednesday at 8 p.m. for another great show and another inspirational conversation. Take care. This concludes our show. Thank you for listening to NABWIC, the National Association of Black Women in Construction. For more information about NABWIC and our membership, please visit us on the web at www.nabwic.org. We are the voice of black women in construction. Have a great and prosperous day.